Once again, thank you everyone for joining. This is uh, Tony Clark. Tonight we will be talking with uh, state final official and wrestling assigner Ray Weinsberg. How you doing tonight, Ray? I am doing just great, Tone. How about yourself? Um, I'm hanging in there, surviving right now. Um, just a couple of questions for you, just so uh, people can get a better understanding of how our group looks at the assigning process. How long have you been assigning, Ray? I would say I've been assigning a little over 10 plus years. How many conferences do you have uh, in your assigning? I am personally responsible for nine separate conferences, a couple independents. And when you throw in my, uh, myself, you, Tony Clark and John Shouse, which are, I guess we're the, the three mainstays. We probably have in excess of uh, over 150 schools, high schools involved. Okay, that's a that's a lot. Um, and you basically will be speaking for John and myself uh, as I ask these questions, since we do all uh, assign as a group. How do you, how do the assignments get filled? Normally, what we what the three of us do is we a lot of times people understand that we don't do this for the wrestling season from November until January. We we primarily do this 12 months a year. And the, the three of us talk frequently, you and I, maybe on a daily basis, if not sometimes twice a day. But I think we sit down and we uh, we discuss uh, we'll take, say, our top line officials and I I. We, I guess we would qualify him, tier him as someone who would take 50, 60 dates. Uh, we look take a good look at their schedule. I know a lot of it has to do with, with location. We don't want to make somebody drive 80 miles to do a duel. So I think we look at, uh, look at individuals all separately and what they do for us now and what they've done in the past. And a lot of it has to do with, hey, who's wrestling who? Uh, when you have state quality teams going against each other, you have to be well represented if you want to stay in the game. I guess I would put it the best. Now, here's a question I know a lot of people have on their minds. How are the varsity tournaments assigned? People have to understand that in, in the ultimate goal of the scheme of things, we work for the schools. We work for the athletic directors. We work for the wrestling coaches. So a lot of these elite varsity tournaments that we assign, most schools are going to give us a wish list. Hey, here's six guys I would love to see. Okay, we're going to, with the dates the way they are and a lot of tournaments overlapping, we will do the best we can to provide whom or who they want. Not everyone's available to work the same Saturday. So now it's going to be choice of that official. Uh, we have a big stable of officials, probably the biggest in the state. So I'm not bragging when I say that the tournaments and matches we assign for, we generally can put out the best crew available. People are very, very, very loyal to us because of what we provide. So between the three of us being myself, Tony Clark, and John Schaus, we put our heads together and we come up with the best scenario depending on and based on what the school wants and what we can provide for that school and that tournament.
what should officials do um, if they want to get a sign by our group? They need to let us know. They need to. Uh, I know people tell me, you know, I want you to bug me. I want someone working for me. And we want someone, we being the three of us, we want people working for us that want to work. I want someone that wants to do the state tournament, that wants to get better, that wants to advance. Uh, You spend countless hours, you being Tony Clark, you spend countless hours for nothing. You ask for nothing, trying to improve and trying to put out clinics and, and websites and webinars and discussions and clinics free of charge just to try to get people to the next level. Hey, we can only help each other. And I want the best. You want the best. And John wants the best. We're not looking to demean anyone or make them look bad. We want the best product we can put out there. And if you want to work for us, we want you working. What type of officials are we looking for to work for us? Well, first and foremost, we're probably looking for someone who's reliable. If you say you're going to be there Saturday, I want you there Saturday. I don't want to call around and find you. So we want a responsible individual. We want somebody who's level-headed. It, it's a very emotional game. You can't take everything to heart. You need to think about the consequences and think about what's on the line. We have to be a little forgiving. I mean, a lot of times... The coach is out for his athlete. He's not going after us. He's going after the athlete. So I want someone level-headed. I want someone willing to understand that, hey, I can possibly make a mistake. I don't want to be that guy that is never wrong, that you set yourself up for failure there. So you have to be level-headed. You have to be very reliable. And you have to you have to rise to the occasion, I guess. So... We need those kind of people in our stable. We need those kind of people that want to work because we'll do everything we can to help you work every day. Let's talk about the shortage of officials in our sport. Well, unfortunately, it's not just our sport, but I'm speaking for wrestling because that's what we're all about. Hey, I guess my question is uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Tony Clark, said probably the wisest words of all what have you done to make that better hey you're the first to complain but the last to supply or the last to bring someone forward so i think we all need to look at ourselves myself included what have i done to grow the number of officials hey we got a lot of high school kids not everyone's going to college we got a lot of college kids out there in colleges around us that not everyone's wrestling come on man i I mean I'm not going to say it's filthy money, but we get paid very well for what we do. I think, uh, does everyone think that? No, we all have our opinions, but I think it's an easy way. And that person that just came out of wrestling, whether it's a high school college, those are the people that have a general knowledge of it. They know what to, what to expect and what to look for. So I think we need endless, uh, you know, what about the days tone when me and you started where, we were just a number, man. We were a face in the crowd. There were so many of us around. What did me and you do? We begged, scratched, stealed, stole, jumped, did everything we could to get to that next level. We, we, we had that drive. I want to see someone with the same drive we had uh, 35 years ago when there was a lot of us, not a few. You mentioned how much money a person can make. Uh, let's talk about that. So a person that, let's say they work, 
how much can they make on a Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday? How much can they uh, expect to get out of this? Well, look at look at take myself for example. I do very little varsity. I, I I've I've had my day in the sun. I'm the lower level. I'm the lower level guy now. I am the lower level go to guy, unless we have a problem varsity. So, look at some of the schools that we assign for now. You can do it Thursday night try or quad. That's 139 bucks. You can do a Friday night try or quad. That's 139 bucks. I, come on. I, I have JV tournaments that are paying $250, $300. That's on a Saturday. Now, if you want to grow that level, maybe you want to get involved with IKWF, you can make two, 250 on a Sunday. You can work four days a week, Thursday through Sunday through wrestling season, and you can easily come up with eight, $9,000 jump change just for a couple days' work. Yeah, that 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 should help with our shortage. With that kind of money out there, why do you think we still are having a hard time finding people? Well, being in the education, I'm going to tell you right off the hand. I don't want to. I'm not looking to insult anyone, but it's it, it's a whole different world out there now. Kids nowadays are just not being held accountable. Things are coming way too easy. I, you know, I don't know if everybody lives in a posh atmosphere where daddy provides everything and I don't need to do that. I just see on my end of it in the education world that uh, kids, it's never their fault and they're not held accountable. Hey, whatever happened to be a man and stand up, man, I did it and I'll answer for my problems and and, and let's move on. I, I don't know. I don't know if I have the answer to that. But I would just like to see, I would like to see a stronger base. Uh, we have the kids out there to do that. I'm just not sure why they're not doing it. But, hey, it, it, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. And I think we're all in the same boat where I'd love to see people step up to the plate a lot more often than they are. How do you feel an official that works for our group um can get their ratings to a point to where they can move up to that next level, regional, sectional, or state? I think they need to, first of all, let us know what they want to do. I, I may, Maybe maybe we're not asking the right questions, Tom. Maybe me, you, and John aren't asking officials up front what, what they want to do because I want an official to tell me what he wants to do, basically. Uh, we have a couple of good young officials in our stable that are moving up moving up rather quickly. I take, take a Mike Bondi, for example, look where he went in a, in a very short time. Uh, there's others I could name by name, but uh, I, I, I mean, he's one good example. I just, I just think if you want to be moved up, we're, we're in the Mecca of, of we're in the hotbed of assigning with the schools we assign for that. If you need to be seen, Oh, I'm quite sure the three of us can get you seen by the people that, you need to be seen by to get to stage two, stage three, and every level above that. You just have to realize it is a process. It doesn't go from from today you're an official, tomorrow you're at state. And we, we all we all went that route. There, it, it's a process involved, and it doesn't happen overnight. But we do need to work that, and I'm pretty sure the three of us can work it as good as as anybody out there that can offer assignments to you. So if I look at like uh, this year's dual team placers, 
I think it's pretty fair to say a lot of those teams that brought home trophies, uh, we assigned for. Um, for instance, like a Montini, um, a Cold City, a Barrington, and Antioch. A lot of those are in our group, correct? I would say correct, but you might be better off naming. It'd probably be a little bit easier if you named the schools that didn't make it down to Team State because there's very few of them we don't assign for when you figure eight came from each class and more of them were assigned by us that were down there represented, whether they meddled or not, and most of them did, then we're not. So, I, I mean, here again, it's just it's location, and I don't know if it's luck of the draw, but, we, yeah, we seem to have a lot of the elite teams in all three classes, A, AA, and AAA, that make the, no, the most noise every year and score the most points and win the most team titles. So who better to rate you than the teams on top? If they like you, you're going to be liked. That, that, that's pretty easy to say, I think. And I think it's also fair to say, and I think you alluded to this, uh, we have a lot of tournaments, uh, lower level and varsity level, that are good tournaments uh, in our assigning pool. Correct. Oh, definitely. We have, I mean, if you go up and down the list, you look at, take Thanksgiving, for example. The main tournaments are basically your Conant and your Barrington. Those are two of the main tournaments that are out there for Thanksgiving. You go to Christmas, and we do not assign the, uh, the Dvorak, but we place a lot of officials there to help Gene Lee because not only do the three of us, people understand that the people not directly in our house, in our group, the John and Jeff Nuderos, the Gene Lees, the Tony Lombardos. We don't work against each other. We help each other. So we provide the best in a bad situation when they may not be available on a normal day. We help each other in that aspect. But yeah, as far as tournaments, uh, we have a lot of the prime. I mean, come on, we're, we're supplying out-of-state officials to the cheese at one of the best tournaments in the nation. We, we have three or four seats on that. And every year the guy calls us for more officials because Illinois officials fare so well. How do officials uh, break into the IKWF and the IESA when it comes to getting assignments? Well, here again, between myself, you being Tony Clark, uh, Jason Heyerdahl is involved a little in the junior high. We probably assign somewhere in the vicinity of about 50 junior highs with the three of us combined up and down. Uh, my goodness, from north of I-80, probably, because I have some Kankakee junior highs, Joliet. But uh, a lot of those schools, a lot more because the IESA numbers are going up. A lot of those are IESA schools. Uh, here again, my suggestion would be if you haven't voiced your opinion to myself, you or Jason, that I want to work IESA, I want to move up the ladder, then if we can't get you to see Bensley, you need to send the guy an email and say, hey, introduce yourself. Let him know who you are and what you want to do. Uh, IESA is probably one of, the, one of the best affiliations I've ever worked for. And, and let's face it, you're the rules director for IKWF. I'm co-head official for IKWF. What better way to move up the ladder than say, hey, Ray, hey, Tony, I want to do IKWF State someday. I want to do IESA State someday. We can at least put you on the path 
to get to where you want to go and certainly try to help you make that happen by some creative assigning or some uh, creative uh, matches that we have privy to. Yeah, and now that you mention that, because we also have uh, Nate Tesson who, uh, and Dion Wiley who assigned the uh, Fresh Soft girls for the IWCOA so we have them them in our camp. So we do have a lot of state tournament opportunities out there um, if people, you know, were to speak up and let us know what their intentions are. Oh, absolutely. I mean, state tournament weekend, obviously, we, we miss it this year. But when you have the IESA state, the IKWF state, and the Fresh Soft state going to the same time, how many officials are we looking at that weekend, Tone? IKWF 30, IESA 12, Fresh Soft, what, 22? A lot of opportunities. Yeah. So we have a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities for the officials uh, that want to get there. And I think a lot of uh, of our officials forget you and I, we, like you alluded to earlier, we started taking everything we could find. We worked the IKWF every weekend, uh, got ourselves noticed at the IK State. Um, that moved us up quickly through the ranks of high school because a lot of those coaches that were coaching at the IKWF were also the, the high school coaches. So we, we went out there and got ourselves noticed. Um, and then from there, I mean, then we picked up the IESA state. So you're right. When you say we have to get out there and work as an official. Um, so people know who you are and they learn to trust you. Um, I think that's like you said earlier, that's part of the game. Well, and people over the years, you know, this is my 40th year. People laughed at me about, what, man, why do you work on Sundays? Why do you do you? You know what? Me doing IKWF from from eight year olds up, it made me not lazy. It made me be able to be the good official that I think I turned out to be. I mean, you never know, but it makes you the official that only wants to do varsity only. You get. I'm not. I'm not saying it on purpose. I'm not saying it to make anyone feel bad. You get lazy when you don't see full Nelsons and locked hands and some of the goofy crap that transpires in, in a firehouse gym, gym class brawl in some of the matches we've done over the years, you don't know what to look for and you don't know how to react when you see it. So I've said it from day one. The last thing I'll give up are the kids. Why? That's, that's where it all started, man. That's where everything begins. I started there. I'm going to finish there. But I think the more you do, it, 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 the more you do, the better you're going to get. No, and I agree. So in closing out this podcast, uh, I'll just throw this question out there to you, Ray. Um, what advice or further advice would you give to that new official? And also what advice would you give to that official that's looking to move up uh, when it comes to working with our group? I, I would say, let us know that, you know, between myself, Tony Clark and John Chouse, let it be known what you want to do and how you want to get there. And we will make it happen. I like people that bug. I like people who are attentive. I like people who don't say, Hey, do I have to attend a clinic every third year? Because I go to four or five of them every year. And, and, and I'm, I'm not looking to get better. I'm JV only now by choice, unless we really get into a pinch, but you know what? I, I just, there's so many opinions from so many good officials out there. They need to absorb, you need to be the sponge, absorb them all, 
pick and choose the ones that work best for you. Everyone has their own style. I'm not asking you to, 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 to be Ray Weinsberg or to be Tony Clark or to be John Schaus. Be yourself, but pick and choose what works and do, what doesn't. There's a lot of good opinions out there, a lot of just excellent officials to choose from. Utilize that knowledge because here again, people also don't understand, Tony, that we're not enemies with the new Daros. We're not enemies. We invited them all into one system before this arbiter came for one reason. It's all about wrestling. Whatever all of us can do to make things better, one big happy family. And how many times have we bailed them out? How many times have they bailed us out last minute? We, we, we work together. We're one big happy family. I want people to understand that, that we all get along for a reason. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the wrestlers and about us doing the best job we can for every situation we're put forward to. So I, I want the young official who wants to be good. And I think uh, we're all on the same page with that. We want, you and I are not going to last forever. John Schaus is ancient by now anyway. I don't know how he keeps going on, but the guy's, uh, I don't know. He's a specimen. I hope I can stand when I'm as old as him, but we're not going to last forever. Nate Kessens, the Mike Bondies, those guys are, you know, uh, who do we got from down south that's so good? Uh, I, I keep forgetting those guys' names, but there's a lot of officials. Oh, we have Josh Anderson. Oh, we have Blake the Blake Orange, Orange Anderson, the Shea Burgesses. officials from that area. Yeah. Um, this year, I know we, we've we seen uh, Ted Brandon uh, out of the Central. We have a lot of good up-and-coming officials. And these guys, yes, they, they come up and work for us. And why is that, Tom? Because we're in that Even though it's a drive, they do come up. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Ray, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time out this evening to do this. Um, you know, for the officials, just to give everybody else something to uh, listen yes. to in their downtime. So, thank once you, again, sir, thank you well. very much. Bye. All right. Take care.